All right. It's meme day. Full 20. I have absolutely no idea what's going on. I'm major coping. We're going to try and unpack it all. But I don't even know where to start. Like, where's your head up with this, Jerry? Yeah, I'm the same. I'm feeling exactly the same, like coping. I even landed up like doing a small trade just to try and subdue the cope, made a little bit of money, uh, pulled the money out when I thought it was dumping. And then I woke up in the morning and it had gone up another like 75%. And needless to say, <laughs> I know nothing. At this point in time, I have no idea what's going on. What is interesting about it is that we are thoroughly entertained. You know that meme with with from Gladiator, are you entertained? Well, yes, I am. Like right now, wow, that's all I can say. Me. that's got to be out there there's got to be a pepe version of that out there at the minute um and i will i will throw a disclaimer out there there will be some liquid shit coins that get mentioned in the next 45 minutes and if you're taking advice from us two retards then i don't know what else to tell you you're gonna lose your money yeah. so anything yeah, we do say money. we might we might have some of these positions open because there's nothing else happening in the market do not take this as any form of financial health advice <laughs> educational advice it's none of that we're, we're fucking idiots so just completely disregard what's about to come into your ears over the next 45 minutes <laughs> i think what is what is very much true at the moment is that you know there's this whole thing that like we make fun of like the memory of of crypto is very short-lived and Right now, it's like it's accelerated. I think it's like I think a goldfish is a genius in terms of the memory. Um, I mean, just to to give some context around this is that there were three meme coins running really strong. It started with Pepe. I'll let you do the synopsis around that because I know that you've done, you've been fascinated beyond fascination around that. But what was interesting about that kind of like momentum from Pepe was that there was Wojak and then there was. Um, the third one, which was Chad. And these three all ran while Pepe's been leading the whole thing and continues to do so. But the other two, and there was there was Aped as well, and there's but essentially meme coin season. And and like I think it was Chad or Wojak. No, Wojak looked like it potentially could do a very similar thing to Pepe. And I woke up this morning and I looked at the chart and I think it's at zero. <laughs> like literally at zero. And it's not because it ragged, it's because everyone just sold. It was like, okay, cool, this isn't working for us, let's go. And then what's really interesting about this, like for me, like the big takeaway around this is, is that one of the guys in the Hero Network Discord, Tidra, he was saying, if you don't see well while it's getting involved in these meme coins, the meme coin just simply won't run. And it seems so obvious, you know, but if you keep on seeing these 100, 200, 500, $350 buys and you don't see any fat 5, 10, 15, 20 grand buys, there's a very good chance that this thing ain't going to last for longer than an hour or two. So that was what my takeaway from this was, if that's what you want to do. But I'm not really interested in casinos like this. It always ends bad. So I just tend to avoid them uh, like 99% yeah. of the time. <laughs> so what, what I think we should do is we get... I, I always get this question, particularly in, the, in Blockman's Discord. It's like, stuff. sometimes it's like, why do alts shit the bed when Bitcoin pulls back? And why do you have 
like your quote unquote old seasons, and now what we're seeing a, a more of a shitcoin meme meme kind of season, and it's it's kind of obvious, right? So like, and in the newsletter, we, I kind of wanted to set the scene a little bit. Dan's away, so I was gonna do a, a sourdough loaf recipe in the newsletter and just make him pass out pass out while he was awake he's left me in charge of it <laughs> but i decided to actually do some work and uh you know try try to explore why why these things run and why these ridiculously intangible tokens can get to the the heights that they can get to and why they kind of run in sectors um and you posted a good um like cheat sheet bitcoin mm-hmm. dominance and and all the kind of after effects and second order and third order effects of stuff like that as well. But um, I kind of took it back to 2017, 2018. Um, let me see if I can zoom in on that a little bit. It's actually a very good reference to 2017, 2018. Very good reference to that. Because Bitcoin tops on the 11th of December, December. 2017. Yeah. All right. I remember um, that though. Yeah, brutal. <laughs> so, but what proceeds to happen is this is the total three. So, the total market cap of crypto regarding um, minus Bitcoin and ETH, right? So that continues to run for three weeks. So what's what's that effectively telling you? So all the way up there was this rotation from Bitcoin to alts, and what people were doing at the time is people would look at if an alt's going to outperform Bitcoin. They'd rather try to accumulate Bitcoin by trading into outperforming alts. So then, when they do rotate back into Bitcoin, they've got a bigger stack of Bitcoin. And I think I think the same thing happens now with ETH. Um, yeah, there's a lot of people that trade ETH, um, alt ETH pairs. And the thing is, and I'm 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 guilty of this as well, right? I'll try and outperform ETH. And then when all said and done, when we've had like the local bottom and local top, I'll look back and just think I could have waste, I could have saved myself thousands of hours by just buying ETH. Yes. But it's fun. Right. So that's why we do it. Yes. So the rot- the 2017-2018 rotation where it's alts continue to run for three weeks and top out. Um so middle eighth of January it was. So three weeks after. Doge tops out on the eighth, just as a kind of reference. So as I say, it's back in the 2017-2018, it's similar to what's happening now. Bitcoin moves and then ETH and alts move, which we haven't seen for a very, very long time, probably the beginning of the last 2020-2021 cycle. And what's really funny is, can you remember when there was that part of 2021 where everyone sold all their alts, everyone yes. was sat in Bitcoin, and nothing happened. Nothing happened. I think that was in September, August, September, if I remember correctly. Because everyone was it's expecting Bitcoin to run, yeah. That because that's that was the old that was that was the meta. That's the rotation. That's what happens. Yeah. Bitcoin goes up. We like to see a bit of stability. Right, this isn't doing anything. These alts look like they're gonna outperform Bitcoin. So why don't I go and get more Bitcoin by buying into yeah. assets that are gonna outperform it for the short while? Mm. And then I can just rotate back in. And as I say, now the kind of meta is we'll do that with Bitcoin, we'll do that with ETH, and then they'll go further and further up the risk curve to to go into more kind of outperforming assets. But what tended to happen is because we came into that major kind of obvious resistance level, let me bring up this 
I apologize for this really messy chart, but I'll try and zoom in. Um, we obviously hit the level, right? 30K-ish, kind of couple of meaningful resistances. And uh, let me just get out this out of the way. Um, and same on ETH, right? So obviously no buyers here. If you'd missed all this move because you were reading an AI newsletter or some shit. Yeah. More, more <laughs> fool you. <laughs> um, but there's no, no buyers here. But some alts might be attractive, right? So people are piling into alts because Bitcoin's kind of stabilized. Did did stabilize for a week. And then even people in Bitcoin and ETH are like, well, no demand here. So we might just sell. We might just sell into alts. We might just have a look what's going on. And then because this was flat, we had the pump here, people selling off. It's like, well, what's actually happening? Because no one's no one's buying here. No one who can actually drive a market's buying up here. Might get some late longers with leverage, getting greedy. But um, then, obviously, we know because of recent events, this fucking thing does literally wick to wick. It's like 3.9 million percent, which is like incomprehensible. So I have a question to ask, which a lot of people have been asking, and maybe this is a great forum to, to kind of get into that. And that is that, what is the liquidity of this thing right now in terms of, so, and I want to understand it. It's not to kind of like be like snarky about it. It's like, I'm genuinely interested, like you've got 134.2 million market cap, but the liquidity on this thing is 2.8 million, which just absolutely makes no sense to me. Can you kindly deliver an idiot's version as to what the hell is going on here? So I haven't looked at the Pepe contract, but I'd assume that there'd be some there'd be some kickback to the LP, just with a lot of these things. I don't know if it's like a really small tax or whatever. Could be wrong there, but this was at one point one million two days ago. Because we had a conversation Correct. about me about to LP on Warjack because yes. you're getting $74 million worth of volume in 24 hours distributed between $2 million worth of liquidity. If there's a 0.3%, let's do some public. You never should do public math, but we'll do it. So last seven, last uh, 24 hours, 74.1 million times 0.003, which is 0.3% for a transaction fee on, on Uniswap, um, which is 22,230 divided by... So you get the 22 grand divided by whoever's in that pool. But when we were looking at the Warjack one, for three grand, you could have owned 0.3% of all the liquidity in that pool. So if you wanted to be a complete degenerate and put um, 100 grand into the Warjack pool, you could have owned about 2.5%. So every time there's a 0.3% transaction, you're getting 2.5% of that just directed back to UNLP. So I don't, re I don't know why this is still so low. I can imagine... I can imagine there's not many people that know you could actually LP... The type of the type of clientele that we part in this, um, I don't think it has major 
taxes or any reflection, so there's nothing auto-compounding into the LP. I don't necessarily know where they're going to get it from. I know they've got some kind of centralized exchange listings, so that could kind of shoot it up a little bit, but it's it's absolutely batshit crazy. And, and we'll get onto it in a minute, but it's on UniV2 as well, so it's, it's not the most capital efficient, and <laughs> there's obviously some... Some people who we'll get onto in a bit that are completely exploiting this, but um, I was, as I mentioned earlier, when we we spoke yesterday, I don't know when it was, Jerry, the LP on a war jacket, it, it estimated you were going to get around seven to ten percent a day, just off of that, because there was so little liquidity in there, so little people in the pool compared to the yeah. volume that was going through it, um, and then you you slam in however much of this volume's coming from MEV bots as well, you're still getting the fee. The thing is, and I think maybe that's a good opportunity for us to get into next. Um, I mean, I know that you want to just look at the amount of money that people have made, but the MEV bots, I mean, I hardly, if ever, like look at this stuff. It's not been on my radar at all for just a long time. And yesterday I was obviously watching the price action because it's it's really interesting to, to watch the price action, especially with Pepe. And that MEV bot, that Jared MEV bot is just insane. And it's like, and it's big buys and big sells, you know, like I'm actually willing to bet that the majority of the volume that's being generated is actually through this bot, to be honest. Um, yeah. Making $500, $600 like profits on each trade. And it's mind blowing, really. Yeah. So, um, so if you haven't heard, I'm sure everyone has, but this Jared from Subway.eth, which is a great name for a sandwich bot. Um, <laughs> he's, he's he's literally everywhere. Like if you look at these transactions that were, if you listen on Spotify, there's, there must be 20 transactions in the last two minutes alone. Two minutes. And yeah. obviously all these come with a fee. So for anyone kind of, listening because they're wanting to understand what the hell is actually going on here is when right so where do we start here so right with uni with uniswap v2 it's it's incredibly capital inefficient with regards to the bonding curve so if you buy x amount of token x it should correspond to token y going up by x amount right so with UniV3, it's a little bit different. Um, but with shitcoins like this that are, as we just mentioned, really, really low liquidity compared to the market cap, really, really high demand for people to buy in. Um, and then slap that on top of UniV2 as well. It just creates like this perfect, perfect, perfect environment for um, Jared and his footlong subway sandwich. So what people will be doing is particularly from the shitcoin space where they're used to having 12 and 15% slippage and stuff like that because of taxes, plus all the previous things I've just mentioned. They'll be going in on Uniswap, their slippage. They might have set it high on purpose to make sure they can get in during volatile times, or they've just had it set like that and just completely forgot. We've all done it. Um, so when they send that transaction to buy, let's say they want to buy $1,000 worth, they send the transaction to buy, and then that transaction is sent to the kind of the mempool before it actually gets committed to a block. Whilst it's in the mempool, Jared and his <laughs> sandwich bot is effectively looking at that and saying, "This guy wants to buy a thousand dollars worth. His slippage is ten percent. 
So he's willing to accept a 10% haircut to pick up this, this position. So what he'll do, he'll send a much larger transaction, maybe a 50 grand transaction in, set the gas much higher than your original transaction. His transaction gets prioritized, committed to the first block. That drives the price up ridiculously high. And then because you've had your slippage set at 10%, you're effectively buying into his, you're now in inflated price because Jared's been in before you. Um, slippage is like, yeah, the, the transaction said it would accept 10%. Um, and then in the next block, um, he's just immediately dumping the bag. So he's he's drove the price up before you. He's um, effectively ate your slippage. It's effectively being transferred over to him. And then the next block, so he doesn't take any market risk, he's, he's effectively sold the asset again. So his transaction, your transaction, and then his transaction. That's why, it's, hence, it's called a sandwich. So there's a lot of this stuff around. You can use aggregators to prevent it. So one inch, um, I don't know if Matcher will process it. You can give it a go. Um, but yeah, so that's effectively what's been happening. But it's we've seen some numbers. So last night when I was writing this, there was 450 ETH spent. So remember, he has to, to make sure his transaction goes before yours, his gas has to be higher so it gets prioritized. So in doing so, like the formula that he has to work out is if I spend X amount more on gas, will my returns be um, sufficient to offset that? So he might be making 500, but he might have spent 200, 250 on, on gas just to be prioritized. Um but all that costs, all that adds up. Um, so last night it was 455 ETH. <laughs> there was over 192,000 transactions, which will be a lot higher, and we can have a look at this now. Um, there's 206,000 transactions now, so it just shows you the kind of ridiculous nature of it. And then we had a look at Hill Dobby's gas dashboard. Uh, let's just make sure this is correct before we say it. OXAE E13 is the end. And what do we know? OXAE2. That's correct. That's the one. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. So, <laughs> so anyone who's listening, this dashboard shows the top Ethereum gas spenders of users, protocols, L2s submitting their the back. The full, the full Ethereum network. So Jared from Subway accounts for 7.4% of all gas usage on Ethereum, which is 667 ETH, which is 1.3 million. Wow. I can't, I can't wrap my head around it. This is why I've been so fascinated in this happening, not just how on much, a yeah. psychological So how level, much has he made? Has someone done the numbers in terms of what that bot has made after the gas costs and all that? That's a good one. Um how could I we wonder, see that? What's in the wallet? But that wouldn't give an indication. It's like grasping. I'm sure someone's done that. Um, like how much has this spot earned? I do wonder. How would we even figure that out? Do a search on Twitter quickly. Uh, total earned by Jared Subway. It was a bit of a. <laughs> 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 
How do you see that? Yeah, I don't know. Um, if we do find it out, we'll obviously tweet it out. But uh, yeah, so this guy's. I hope he's making a fortune. Well, I don't, I'm but sure, I do. I'm sure he is. If he spent, if he spent one point three million, then. Well, I mean, if you let's say say fifty percent of whatever it is that he's earning is going to fees, then you know, like two point six mil, whatever. So total, he's earned one point, maybe even half of that six hundred grand. It's worth, it's worth, it's better than a slap in the in the face, isn't it? See if Arkham's got it on. So maybe he's. I think he's constantly he's... taking money out and. Yeah. Money in. Let's check the graphical representation. Right. Here, profit and loss. No, that wouldn't be. Where's. No, that's definitely not right. It's obviously sending out, isn't it? So, so that came in from. That's going to look at the visualizer at the top. Just curious to see. Yeah, this is. I just want to see that quickly. All right. Okay. It's loaded from finance. Looks like a lot of it's gone to this one. Oh, but see, he's sending directly to an exchange. <laughs> I think that's the main, the main. How do I, how do I copy just, this address? Do you know, I don't. Just click on oh, Barbit okay. and just see if there's a. As he is there showing how much it wouldn't show directly from him? Would well. it? No, you won't be able to see that because that address will be a culminate <laughs> okay. of everyone. Of everyone yeah, no. sending to it, yeah. So it wouldn't be, anyways. Um, I'm sure someone's done this. Someone's actually looked at what's left the wallets, because what he's doing is that he's that bot is essentially always got the bare minimum in it because maybe he's scared. Well, I would be as well that someone would ban me, um, even though we we know that that won't happen. It's like maybe I'll get banned, so I'll make sure that I've got the bare minimum in order for me to do what I need to do and whatever profit I have. So he probably cordons off profits, sends it out, and then keeps the minimum so that he can do what he needs to do. And I think that's what's what he's doing um, after every trade, I would imagine. So I think his expenses are high, like his like the the gas fees are probably like super high, but it's all free money, right? It's, there's no real risk here. I wish you could just copy that direct off there. Maybe send him a message. So it's good. But yeah, I'm sure we'll figure it out. But uh, I've got some invites for this. If anyone's in Discord that wants, wants some invites, I've got 10 invites. Um, so just give me a message. I'll send you some. It's a really good platform. So yeah, I want to <laughs> I want to kind of cope and be happy for these people as well who've made a shit ton of money. So um, this guy... Twenty-seven dollars to seven hundred thirty-one thousand, I believe, and that was how much? Thirty-one dollars. <laughs> twenty-seven. Who apes twenty-seven dollars into into anything? <laughs> wow. Uh... 
0.013. No, man. I wish I had the actual thing. And that's worth 731, 732,000, probably a little bit higher now. Wow. But is this guy... He, is that what he got in? So is this... Okay. Carry on. So this must have this must have been in like the first couple of blocks, and I could probably imagine it's it's got to be a, it's got to be a sniper. It's it has to be, or it's got to be someone who's inside. Because if we have a look at this, what the fuck is it? So which one is it? Right. So from Look on Chain, which is a great uh, follow. Dimethyl, <laughs> you like that, ENS. Dimethyltryptamine, DMT.eth. Yeah, um, yeah. Five days, 15 hours ago, the transaction hash. Look at us being on chain sleeves. $46 is now worth $685. Whoa. And then a transaction, immediate uh, uh, 20 or 9. And now, one hour later, one nine four is now worth one point two million. So I mean, if you want to follow a wallet, yeah, get that, get that one in your Zerion for your notifications. Actually, don't do that because um, <laughs> you'll all end up buying before I do. <laughs> Great name yeah, as well. Um, um so what is the what is the lesson here? What is the main lesson for you? The fundamentals mean shit. <laughs> yeah. Just again. I was you know what I was thinking about? Like, I mean, I know it's it's crazy, like and this keeps coming up, but I was actually thinking about like our friends at Maya Dow and I mean obviously we've been working with them now for for the last five months and you like kind of see just like all the work and the the incredible like process and just everything from governance to the coding to the just everything you know like all the work that goes in and you've got a protocol that's like that's hermes that i think is sitting in a four and a half million dollar market cap and and then you've got maya which is sitting at like eight million market cap and then what is the Pepe market cap? Let's go and take a look. 135 million. 135 million market cap. What exactly does this thing do? Absolutely nothing. Besides Silicon print Bitcoin. millionaires if you got in at the bottom. Thing is, it's a good gateway drug for people to get into the space, I think. Very true. Absolutely, and get and get them on chain, hopefully. Mm. But there's quite a few exchanges that are selling it now as well, which doesn't really help the cause. Um, and then it also seems like, you know, v, uh, Uniswap V2 is kind of like you know allowing this kind of the botting. Do you think that was like intended, just to create a little bit more drama? I doubt it. I think it's just poor coding. I think this thing, uh, this is a lack box, dude. Really, it's a luck box. You got the right guys in early. I mean, that poorly guy. It's a lottery. You know that poorly guy from who's having that lawsuit against Yuga Labs. That he they did like a copy and pasta of the punks and also did a big sale. I mean, Yuga's busy 
busy suing them and he's he was in on this as well dude like the level the level of of advert advertisement was through the roof man um so that you know it's kind of like you don't really have to think that far around these projects you know if you can even call it a bloody project it's like put contract together just get some liquidity and bang it out and make sure you got a fat bag at the start if um if you're not like take one box over pinch thought if you're not an insider and a meme coin gets listed on a centralized exchange that's nothing to be celebrated because that means people can be pseudo anonymously just taking it off chain and dumping it Absolutely. which is what the shitcoin lords don't want you to know but what it is yeah, I just find like, I mean, if you go and look at the Wojak chart, for example, it's worth taking a look. Um, yeah, I mean, it's down 46%. Why have I got a trend line on a meme coin? <laughs> this, this is how much work I've done today. That's actually quite disturbing. I think we need to actually have a chat after the stream. <laughs> You should see some of these shitcoin chats I'm in. They've got fucking uh, what's what's the one RT likes to use? I don't know. The I just don't. Yeah, the like gand, the... the gand. Yes, the gand. <laughs> Guys doing gands on shitcoins, really? No, bro, that yeah. doesn't work for shitcoins. And you can't tell me that it does. And if it does, it's pure luck that it did. There's no way. There's no trend whatsoever in the shitcoin. But yeah, that volume's dropped off, which mm. is probably a bad sign, to be fair. Um, there's a few of us that are springing up, like Aped and shit. I have some Aped, so... So Aped was looking really good there at that point at the top, at like 12.13. I was watching this last night. I was watching Jared. Jared was milking this thing. Like, just look at the transactions. You'll be able to see it in action. No, no, you see it in action straight away. No, I don't see any here. Go to Pepe. It's not here at the moment. You can see it immediately. And they're all like big transactions, like 15 grand plus. Um, it has to be to drive the price up, though. But, but this liquidity is increasing, so I don't know if he'll still be kicking around here. 60 grand sales, Jesus. Uh, what about if he's on here? Him. Fuck nice. Onto the order of more serious business. And the question that I actually asked you just before we went on and you started answering and I thought, let's just rather save it for the stream. And that's obviously big boy panty here. Like what is, what is going on at the moment? Um, you know, what is your feeling around this, this level that we're at the moment? I mean, it's a significant level that's bounced. Look at how many times it's bounced over the last 12 hours at that level. It's insane, dude. Like just from like that twenty-eight and a half all the way to like thirty. It's just playing this crab style bullshit story and it's just wrecked alts. Alts we're cooking on the weekend. Tell us a little bit about your your rationale and your thinking around what's going on at the moment. It's just look what are you getting drawn to opportunities that are better than what there is at the minute. So Obviously, Bitcoin need to cool off anyway. There's no one saying it was just going to blast a, a million, like Balaji said. But um, 
what will tend to happen there is people with longs open, particularly late longs, um, even more in particular on on alts, as liquidity is getting drawn out of the system for people to go and ape into these <laughs> meme coin projects. Obviously, they have to realize and sell that. So spot price is coming down, longs are shorts are getting trapped, and they're just getting completely wiped out and liquidated. Um, I think it just doesn't look great, personally. Um, I don't know when it bounces. I don't know when. I think that like the shitcon casino probably needs to die before this can do anything. There's just going to be so much liquidity drawn into it. Um, unless there's fresh money coming in, which is going to be circling the same money around and cycles get shorter and shorter and shorter and then something has to give. So I'm not interested. The only thing I am interested in at the minute, because I think it's going to be really, really choppy, is uh, so Mux protocol. So obviously people like to trade. We've seen how well GMX did in the bear market because it was the only thing creating any form of value. Um their fees are outperforming Vela at the minute, and Vela have had a bit of a mishap, to put it politely. Um, and it's a Dex aggregator. There's a video tutorial on Blockmid's channel if anyone wants to watch it. And I'll I'll give this away because I don't want everyone diluting it. But um, the Mux, so the MUXLP, so like your GLP version of that, is paying sixty percent in ETH. And a remaining twelve percent in the mux token. So it's the volume that's going through the thing compared to the liquidity is uh, is really good, and I'm happy to just hold that while we got chops it in, write it up, write it down. I don't care. Let people get liquidated and let me get paid for it. So that's the only thing I'm. It's really a bit of a re- bit of a ruthless statement coming out of your mouth, there. So I always thought you were a very pleasant and kind individual but i detect a little bit of ruthlessness there yeah i saw that <laughs> i don't you're mind if you get, i don't mind if yeah we're so salty <laughs> so salty you were told at 500 grand i was told i think it was at like two and a half you got to get in on this thing this thing's gonna and i didn't listen as usual i never listen to shit coiners it just always ends in tears it always ends in tears, bro. Unless I don't get it, I don't get involved. So I have a theory. I have a theory around what's going on at the moment, and it's just purely—it's a bear market rally, and we keep on forgetting this because we we get caught up in the in the up only for a couple of days. But guys and girls, this is not a bull market. I'm going to tell you. And listen very carefully to the old man in the room. A bull market. Things go up and they don't stop going up for literally a week and even sometimes two weeks at a time. And I mean it. You'll get like one red day where you have a little bit of a like what's going on and then you'll get three days in a row where it just keeps on going up. Like 10 to like 30% like moves. It hasn't really done that. We look at Arbitrum for argument's sake. Sure, it's got a 2.2 billion market cap. But if you compare Arbitrum, let's go to coin market cap and look at those market caps. Arbitrum is sitting at $2.2 billion. It is probably the most value 
driven network out there. Sure, the governance token, we can argue until the cars come home, it's, it's worthless, right? But in terms of what it symbolizes, from a symbolic perspective, because at the end of the day, this is, this is speculation, how is it possible that Arbitrum is at $2.2 billion and what is XRP at and what even better, Carbongo? What is Carbongo at? Hmm. What is the, it's like 18 bill or something like that, something stupid like that. Carbongo is at $14.5 billion. You can't honestly tell me that Carbongo has got anything, anything on Arbitrum right now, yet Arbitrum is sitting at 7x less. The move that we've had with Arbitrum over the last two weeks has been 55, 50%, 55%. Guys, that is not a bull market. If that was a bull market, the thing would have done 5x in two weeks. And then it would have cooled off and maybe dumped a bit. And then it would have done another 5x after that. So let's it would have done a Solana. Some... Yes, it would have done a fracking Solana. We're not in a bull market right now. So knowing that it's not a bull market behave and keep your head together accordingly right i might have to wrap it up because i've got another interview for with pendle pendle finance spoke about that oh, nice. okay so, pendle a lot of people are bullish on pendle it's like yeah it's 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 doing good things um i haven't done much research on it so i haven't honestly haven't had a chance but guys rave about it there's been a lot of positive sentiment out there. Just before I go, do you see this? OKB. OKB. Yes. Why do you, why do you think it? that is? I'm, I have absolutely no idea. Right. So it's the OK, OKX token in the exchange. Ah, OK. What's happening? What's coming up? People are speculating on the specific exchanges that will get licenses for China. Wow, that's a little bit of alpha falfa. Alpha falfa falfa. There we go. Okay. And with that, we're gonna leave it. Cause I need to I need to decompress because Pendle's gonna be a big brain one. So <laughs> Okay. Cool. Thanks, dude. Uh that was interesting to say the least. Covering stuff we don't usually cover. Um guys, <laughs> like and subscribe. Uh yeah, like and subscribe. Let's do Let's do more of this, but we need your support. Um, yeah, appreciate everyone who tuned in. I'm going to be on the Hero Network stream. So check out for that. That's going to be on later. Um, that was a good one. Go, go find it. I'm in, I'm in the room with some super fun guys. We're definitely going to fight. That would be, might... be a good one with everything that's happening. I know what yeah. Zach is like. <laughs> So, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. And, yeah, it's been cool. Uh, take it easy, everyone. Stay safe. All right. See ya.